Right, peace. This is a conscious said, man. Conscious are crazy, you know. Also for the hip hop is man. You know, uh, you know, hip hop, man. High infinite power, healing our people, man. Always, definitely, it's it's necessary to talk about it, man, because it's the number one genre. You know, what I'm saying, and of course, 48th, you know, born day, man, August 11th. You know, it's important for the culture, man, to notice. And you know, we we created this movement. A message, you know, to influence our people positive, and uh, you know, got a got a wonderful member of the family. You know, what I'm saying I don't I don't do guests. <laughs> I do uh, distant family members. You know, um, you know, all in one tribe. You know, vibe vibe equals tribe movement. Um, definitely love what he's doing. The Black Equity Podcast. Uh, his network is definitely powerful. Got a got a lot of good podcasts on that, and um, I let him introduce himself to the people on that. Appreciate that, man. I'm excited to be here. I know we've, we've had a lot of conversations. I think this is my first time being able to come on your platform, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, my name is DJ Moultrie, uh, founder of Black Equity Network, also Acquisitions Network. Um, really, we're all about connecting entrepreneurs and investors, um, but with a little bit of a hip hop twist. You know, I look at things from a, a, a cultural lens to make sure uh, that our story, our stories being told uh, to me in a organic and uh, genuine way. Yeah. Um, that that our people can uh, understand, but then also be able to uh, build businesses and relationships and investments. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about being here, man. Thank you for uh, having. Me. Yeah, man, definitely. You know uh, the schedule, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, man, the schedule was hectic on my side, and yeah, definitely glad it uh, it all. It all worked out, man. Uh, so, man, like your first intro, because I feel like some people like actually have a, you know, sometimes we forget the first song we heard. But like, what was your first intro to hip hop? First artist, uh, favorite record that that crossed your mind? Like very first, like, all right, I gotta listen to this genre <laughs> from now on. Like, no so more I, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> so I, I, I wonder what we consider hip hop to be. Like, you know, is Montel, I think it's Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan. Uh, this is yeah. how we do it. Is that yeah, hip hop? You know what? You can you can um you can add that in like the flavor. Right. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, he pretty much had a similar flow like some rappers. Really, exactly right. I'm so not. when I was you know I'm real young and I'm listening to that song. Technically, that would be an intro, but to me that I don't count it because I didn't choose it. It kind of chose me. So as far as the mm -hmm. first intro to hip hop, I'm gonna go with like. Uh, a song that I actually chose, which is off the Batman Forever soundtrack, oh, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, Looking to My Eyes. Now, that was my first mm. decision to say, yo, I love this. Let me go get the single and bump this, you know, every morning. So for me, I think that's my first choice. But, you know, when you look at back at radio, um, you know, this is how we do it type songs. I mean, technically, that was the intro. Yeah, but, it, exactly. it, but for me, it was Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, sadly for me, it was a time I was living in Oklahoma. Like, we was just listening to Backstreet. But, like, we we had nothing, nothing hip-hop. And then, uh, you know, who let the dogs out? <laughs> it was like wow. Like, damn, like, what is this? And then um, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, Nelly started popping. It's like, dang, Nelly's dope. Like, <laughs> and then, but, yeah, um. And then like, yeah, so that was like my first, like, man, all right, cool. I got to listen to this genre. And then Nelly popped on and uh, yeah, 2000s, yeah. Like, 
in Oklahoma, the scene was not, it was no hip hop scene. Not yeah. Love for the, it's like radio was, you know, the station we had it on wasn't hip hop. But yeah. yeah um, and then uh, moving back to Ohio, like, dang, my dad put me on game, like a uh, home base. Salute to mm. the Fresh Prince and Jazz, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah DJ Jazzy Jeff from the Fresh Prince, home base. Like, damn, somebody stole the DJ. Like, yo, what? <laughs> and what is this popping? And then, um, eventually, Kid and Play, you know, Rock Kim, yeah. the God MC, you know, uh, like, damn, thinking of a master plan. Man, this brother, man, hey, man, he's serious. Like, yo, look at the chain on his brother, <laughs> the fade. Yeah. I find that interesting that. This is the early 2000s, and you went back to early 90s, late 80s. Ice Cube. Did you, I get Ice Cube, too. <laughs> did, you, did you feel like when you were listening to it that it was dated? It didn't have a dated sound to, to you in, in the 2000s? It was crazy. It, it became new. It, it kind of became new. It was like, damn, we, and then Eminem, we was, I think, we, we, we was probably bumping Eminem, you know, Shady, you know, Slim Shady record was crazy. But, yeah. But besides that, like, yeah, we... Like, so, I mean, I got a bigger brother. It's like, man, what are you listening to? So, I, like, I pretty much jumped on and then, uh, and actually <laughs> tell this story, hoping my uncle won't hear this. But, uh, so my brother, we was always in this room, man. My uncle had some crazy stuff, man. He had some, he had some fly stuff. And, uh, so we peeped that he had an Outcast album. Like, oh, dang, what is this? And it was, mm. stank, it was, uh, stank on you. Yeah. The album cover. Like the album, like the CD, was an imprint of a woman. Like we shouldn't have looked like we, <laughs> like we was a band. Like all right, this is a dope. We didn't understand. Like looking back, like oh man, that was a very sexual CD. <laughs> like right. like damn, it was dope. But uh, Outkast, you know, stank on you, man. That album's crazy. And you know, I think it was twenty years, uh, the anniversary. I think last year, you know. So dope. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, just we start going backwards, and then um. And the game wasn't the same, like, after, after I, and then in high school, you know, wearing glasses, guy, man, it's like, hey, you know, you a nerd, and I was like, nah, man, I ain't a nerd. I used to be embarrassed having glasses on. I used to, I used to walk outside, like, outside my house with the glasses on, you know, to please my mother, but I take them off. Right. <laughs> Before I get on the bus and when I get on the bus. <laughs> so uh like boot page, like damn man, it is cool to wear glasses. It's cool, like kick push, like yeah, yeah kick push. Like, yo, who is this dude? And then you know, now I'm kind of you know, people be saying I'm the clone out here. It's like I don't look like Luke Bell. <laughs> like, I have noticed the the more I pay attention, well, you start to look a lot like Lupe, my brother. Crazy, man. That's why, yeah, it's crazy. I grew my hair up now. I'm Paris. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like um, listening to him and that first album was crazy. Um, the instrumental, like, was a song that was always in rotation, just that song alone. And of course, Daydreaming was a crazy record. Jill Scott. Yeah, man. man it was crazy. But, um, but I yeah, remember, yeah going I remember Food and Liquor. Food and Liquor was my junior, uh, my, I guess it's junior year in college, third year in college. And I would play food and liquor every morning, man. Uh, for me, it was hurt, hurt my soul. Um, uh, or hurt, hurt me soul. That song, um, that was my jam. I mean, the whole thing. My skip uh, to was, was beautiful. If I'm not, if I'd be lazy to skip to on that out, man, it's always real, man. Got to give them something real, something in the yeah. sunshine is dope. Oh yeah. man, man, that Jay Z was in the pocket, and um, you know. It's crazy, man. You know, Lupe gets a lot of flowers, man, what he did. You know, 
my my third album, my third physical album is uh Food and Liquor Two. So that's that's the album I got. The third album I Dope. got. Yeah, well, um, and I was trying to do a challenge, like the four piece challenge, like like you, you got four physical. I, I think you said a list. What what is your four physical CDs that you uh that you uh that's it, like your favorites, like hip hop, like your classic CDs, like four. Um, all eyes on me. Mm, nice. Um, now this is debatable if this is hip hop because see, hip hop is such a, a big genre. Hey, for me, it's Lauren Hill, Miss Education mm, of Lauren Hill. Yes, she, she, she counts. Yes, okay, what she did, I appreciate what she that. did with them brothers, she was rapping her ass off. She saw yeah, she scared about still, she, she killed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this is where it gets uh tricky. Oh, you know what. I'm going to go with an album that I think is typically slept on. I'm going to go with Nas' um, I Am. Mm, okay, nice. I know they love the Illmatic and it was written, but I'm going to go I Am. And then um, my fourth one, I'll go with, I'm actually going to go with another Pac album. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to, but I'm going to. It's uh, Me Against the World. Feeling was that one. That's a nice list. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Lauren Hill definitely deserves some flowers. Um, and uh, and Pac, man, Pac was heavy. Like, like, man, California. Like, damn, get around. Like, who's this dude? And, like, it's like, yeah, it was like, man, I don't want to be. Oh, he died. What? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, man, it'd be surreal. Like, what? He like, oh, how? Oh, man, it's like. I'll never forget this, my brother. I was in seventh grade. I had just moved to Columbia, South Carolina. I wasn't supposed to be listening to any parental advisory stuff, right? So yeah. I get to class, there was this girl, I gotta say this, I don't know if I've ever told this story before. There was this girl by the name of Ashley Branch, okay? This is very important. I don't know where she is, I love her. Maybe I've said this story before, but I don't think I have. And she was sitting in front of me and she said, have you heard this yet? I said, heard what? And she said, all eyes on me. I said, what are you talking about? This is back when she had a, a like a Walkman. It was a cassette tape. And she let, she handed me, you could tell the cassette tape and everything was new, right? I put the headset on and I had to like hide it a little bit because we weren't supposed to be listening. So you almost have to have like a jacket on or whatever. Yeah. And I pressed play on All Eyes on Me and I couldn't stop. And so I was listening to it all day. And then I had to find her to give it back to her before the end of the day. I said, can you make me a copy of this? So she goes home, makes me, it was a double disc uh, uh, cassette. And so she goes back, brings me, because she had smaller cassettes, I ended up getting four tapes that she had to hand me because that's how many it took for her to do. Yeah. And man, I was playing that album or cassette tape front and back all the time that was the only thing i would listen to until all i got you know cd play Pac man was serious all eyes on me. yeah man his delivery i love that album and some people like debate like yeah he was a better storyteller than biggie like ain't no ain't no way about it he was and then you know biggie's content was you know something i, I didn't you know but you could say the same thing about Pac's content but no Pac was a better storyteller poet period like ain't no questions about us that's the well, debate I'm open to have with anybody. <laughs> if Scarface we could, is too. Scarface is too. Would you would you compare like in today's world? I know this is not a good like a good analogy, but 
would you compare a Snoop Dogg and Nas? Would you even compare the two? Mm, well, I feel like actually that, that's that's kind of like I guess coastal. You know, they are true true essence of Nas is true essence of East Coast and West, yeah. and you know Snoop. But it's two different worlds. I feel like Snoop and I mean I feel like Cube and Ice Cube would be a perfect comparison too. Like Nas, Nas and Cube would be perfect because you know they're true to their coast. But yeah, that's why that's why I feel like the whole Pac and Biggie thing is only a comparison because they bumped into each other, got into an altercation. And, you know, they were friends first and got into. An but other than that, there's really like when I listen to the to the two, I don't see it. I know Pac said, you know, you bit my style talking about hey, traps. Listen to trap, man. Uh, You know, off the first LP, man, <laughs> Tupac's first LP traps. Like Pocky had that style, and then all of a sudden you heard Biggie's like, all right, I see why Pac was pissed. <laughs> right, like, right. Hey, Faith, I'm A. <laughs> it's like, shout out to Faith. Like, man, it was crazy. <laughs> to, to me, when I, uh, first time I heard Pac, he grabbed me. He, like, I, I got sucked in. I never got sucked in by Biggie. I'm just exactly. being on there. Yo, yeah. Like, a couple years back, I finally listened to Ready to Die. Like, a couple years back, I always mm -hmm. knew this. I know the key singers. I knew the key key singers to this catalog. The same as DMX. I cannot finish a DMX project because... Wow. Message. Yeah, like, yeah. I tried to. Like, it was hard. Like, like you just got to go to, like, the singles for workouts. And, like, but yeah. DMX's content was, like, rough to finish. Like, it's definitely, mm. you know... People were trying to bash him for his lyrics. I was like, yeah, yeah, he said some things. Eminem did too. Bash him too. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem said, hey, I'm cleaning up my Hey, I'm my wife, Bonnie and Clyde. Hey, she's in the... Yeah, <laughs> Eminem was... Hey, Eminem needed counseling. <laughs> People didn't listen. Yeah, that... I, I yeah. feel like if anybody else would have had that kind of content, especially Black, it would have been all hell to pay, especially... If it was a black person killing a white person in the in the car or whatever, yeah. but um, yeah, Eminem was cool. It's funny because you mentioned DMX, especially uh, rest in rest in power to DMX. I remember in 1998 when he came out with uh, "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot," and then he then at the end of the year came out with "Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood." Yep. The dude took over an entire year. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever will. I think it was just perfect timing. I think I was in eighth eighth grade or something like that. And um, this dude took over an entire year. And I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Um, I think he gets, because it was only the one year and then Jay-Z takes off a couple of years later, it's almost as we have amnesia. And we had like Jay-Z was a person in 98. And he was the... I don't think Jay-Z was where we think he was until like 2001. Exactly. Like uh, the second album, you've seen a little, you know, elevation in Jay-Z, like all oh, the album cover. Okay. Okay. He's getting flashy. Yeah. But yeah, like I was an, I'm a Nas stand to this day. So I, I was late to Jay-Z, of course. Like, yeah, nah, Jay ain't talking about nothing. Like, I ain't saying nothing I need to hear. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, Jay, Jay, man, he got a lot of classics. His catalog is perfect. You know, I can't, I can't, you know, that's me. Not, I won't go that far. Hold on now. His, his, his catalog, his catalog is nice. I just say that. He okay. Got, okay. I mean, nice. see, see what I mean by perfect. I mean, he got every album went platinum. So that's what I meant by perfect. Oh, like, okay. I didn't know that. Like almost every, or if not every album went platinum. Definitely. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So now I have an argument for you because if we're basing it off of that, 
I used to use this argument all the time. That would mean that Bow Wow has a perfect catalog too. Bow Wow's a goat, man. He's a he's a little goat. Okay. Salute to Bow Wow. Bow Wow did that. His age was crazy. Like he was like what eight or something. Like <laughs> it's like Bow Wow's a legend, man. Because yeah. a lot of times we'll you know use numbers and say, well, this person sold this amount, so it was a good album. But then you look at Vanilla Ice. Well, was that? I mean, can we really use numbers as the barometer? His first, he had a pretty good first album, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I'm just, so for for me, Jay Z, Jay Z's albums that I can say are top tier, and I know this is blasphemy in hip hop. So whoever he is, this it is what it is. <laughs> for me, it's uh, the Blueprint. I give him that one. That that's I love solid. I love girls, the, girls, <laughs> girls. The black album. I give him that. Mm. Uh, I'll give him four, four, four. I like that one. Yep. And I'll give him American Gangster. Mm. And I know people are yelling in the back right now, saying, "Well, what about uh, Reasonable Doubt?" And I'm going to say, "What about it?" Oh, <laughs> oh man, it's definitely no Illumatic. So I agree. But I love, I, mean, I love Reasonable cool. Doubt. I love and Can I Live? It, 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 it's, a, it's a really good, good first album, but nobody cared about it back then. They yeah, only it, cared about it now because of who he is. It probably sold like, like 50, first week they did like 50K or something. It was low numbers, definitely. But yeah, people, and, um, yeah. And there's some good songs. On, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's solid music on there. Too was crazy, man. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, my favorite song was like, Can I Live? Like, I'd rather die, it's like, I'd rather die enormous than die dormant, you know. Crazy, man. You know, his uh, he was dope, man, and like feeling it, like, he had dope records on there, and yeah, but it's um, a dope album. One of my favorites, uh, well, it's a duo album, Watch the Throne, is definitely, you know, August. Oh, yeah, August, I give 11, that one. August 11th, it dropped on, you know, but yeah, I'm definitely uh. I'm diving into Jay Z's catalog, but um, Magna Carta was an album I liked. But yeah, like really, I like Magna Carta. Yeah, I, I definitely like that one. I couldn't get into it, but yeah, and I definitely agree that um, I like Volume Two and then the Blueprint. But that's me, you know, being kind of late to Jay Z's catalog. But because I'm I'm a Nas, <laughs> this is like yeah, I'm a Nas guy, Nas man, <laughs> like yeah, um, like I think people sleep on Nostradamus album. To be honest with you. I listen back and sometimes they take sacrifices, these artists, man. And I feel like in like in the group chat today, Isaiah Rashad album came out and you know, it was like, mm -hmm. man, it's just not Sun's Tyrese. Hey man, it's been one day, it's been a couple hours since it's dropped. Man. God <laughs> damn. I feel like us, our fan, like us as fans, we so spoiled, man. Like, cause when Marvin dropped, we you, we got lucky to hear it. Like, hey, I'm dropping it on the radio. You tell you tell the release date. So, like, oh, Marvin's coming out. Like, we're spoiled, right. man. And uh, <laughs> you know, they like we're so spoiled. But um, I think I forgot my take. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but I didn't know his, his album dropped. I have to check it out. Yeah, Isaiah like, Rashad, right? Yeah, Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like we're so spoiled. Yeah, I definitely forgot my take, man. But Jay-Z, Jay-Z's catalog. But yeah, not, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So Nas, Nostradamus, it was like a sacrifice because Kendrick's to Pimple Butterflies, damn near similar. If you listen, and then Common's uh, you know, Electric Circus. He took he took, he was uh, you know, he's exploring things. So I feel like those are similar albums that they had to take a sacrifice so Kendrick could make to Pimple Butterfly in a way. Like you could hear the vibrations. But um, but yeah, yeah. 
I definitely and like I feel like Ice Cube. I feel like he gets just do man. His catalog, man, he dropped like five consistent albums. When I was growing up, right. I had my best friend. My, I should give him a shout out, uh, Lionel Powell. Shout out to Lionel. He loved Ice Cube. Just like you were saying, you could never get through a DMX album. I have never in my entire life oh, gone man. through an entire Ice Cube. I'm just being honest. That's so I crazy. can't even get now his movie. I like Ice Cube movies. That is crazy, man. <laughs> I've never. I can't do like I, I, Ice Cube's a cool dude, but I haven't gone through his whole album. Guess what? I only know Snoop's hits. I haven't finished this. I finished the first album. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, it's it. Like people got to wait. People gotta you grab my head. to the last meal. Nah, man, it's it's scattered with Snoop. Like his catalog, I love his catalog, but I haven't finished every album collectively. Nah. If you get a chance, mm. please listen to Snoop Dogg Last Meal. I think that's the last one he had on No Limit. That's my favorite Snoop album. The last No meal. Limit, yeah, bro. He was signed. To, he was signed everywhere. He he got traded like <laughs> he got traded like <laughs> Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Salute to Westbrook. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, was it? I traded and he finally found it. but yeah today was a good day it's just a classic record and then of course since we talk about classic right summertime you know will smith you know trying to embody rakim's flow because people peep that like yeah it's like damn this sound like rakim <laughs> it's like nah it's will <laughs> now that he says that and you know he's going to be in the upcoming movie uh playing the the father of serena and venus yeah um uh, that's going to be interesting but now when he said that I said, you know, that shows you the power that Rakim has and really why Rakim probably should be in everybody's top five. Oh, he's because definitely. everybody is implementing. Even Pac is a little bit of Rakim. DMX is a Rakim Everybody's influence. Different. Obviously, Will Smith did it. I mean, everybody's kind of a, a duplicate. Not everybody, but there's a lot of duplicate Rakims out here now. Yeah. And that, to me automatically put you in the top five if everybody's copying you yeah yeah definitely uh and then yeah like the mount like the mount rushmore i definitely got to give it to like the people that influence everybody so ll's up there even big daddy kane deserves a spot he don't get to just do but i feel like he deserves a spot and then of course rock Kim's one big big daddy kane he might be he might be three ll's two because the impact is drake jay-z studied ll i, I don't you know, like everybody, you you be down there and see it, right? I mean, Stevie Wonder could see that. They <laughs> they study, you know. I can uh, LL Cool J. And then yeah, uh, when I think of my top five, I don't put them in there. But if like, somebody puts LL Cool J in the top five, it's I I can't dispute it. Because uh, what LL did, man, he was so diverse, and that's and then I noticed that in Jay Z, I noticed that in Drake, I noticed it even in Kanye and his and you know my my first album was my uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy man really? <laughs> yeah man yes yeah, okay man. Best how buy, did you man. like best buy gift card you, <laughs> what was that experience like is that for, when it first comes on isn't there like a long intro and it was long as hell yeah <laughs> kind of so scary. Nick, Nick Minaj's voice is like oh shoot all right I'm, <laughs> it's like yeah it was kind of like wait this is a twisted here? fantasy so it, it is a twisted fantasy so i gotta come into his world <laughs> like, that is true that is it true. was uh it was twisted man that second song had me i'm a kid cuddy fan love kid cuddy his sound mm -hmm. his, his delivery always been the key to kid cuddy like his uh 
is singing. He got his own way of singing, just like Royce. Salute to Royce, man. His style is dope. Yeah, man. Royce can harmonize. Like, damn, Royce is cold, man. You know, from Detroit, man. He must have studied Motown, you know. <laughs> Royce, last album, or last one I listened to, uh, The Allegory? He probably had one since then. Yeah, The Allegory, Book okay. of Rhymes. Yeah. Allegory, allegory is dope as hell, man. Should have got a Grammy, man. I wish I would have told well, him that. I, I feel like I will eventually, but it should have got a Grammy. Nah, it should have got a Grammy. Nas, King's Disease, Nas deserved the Grammy, but the better album was the Allegory. And Royce, he definitely needed that shine. I'm glad he got nominated, but the Allegory. That's a tough one. The Allegory. Because that King's deserved. Disease was King's serious. King's Disease was solid. I feel like the, the second one might, uh, I feel like the second one could be a contender. Yeah, it could be. I wonder, do you think with King's Disease too? Do you think they already had did both albums or do you think they did one and said, yo, let's go back and do it again? Or how do you think this all happened? Yeah, I feel like the thing with artists, man, because I feel like because uh, I feel like uh, even with Tyler's album, Salute, um, I could I could hear that Igor and then I hear this album. Like, I feel like it was some songs he left off of Igor to put on this album. And Kendrick did it, too, with uh, Untitled Unmastered, some albums, some some songs he couldn't put on to Pimp Butterfly. So I feel mm-hmm. like all artists do. I feel like they like record like 35 songs like nah it's just gonna be a 10 album out you know 10 song album like what it's like yeah man yeah the other ones ain't working right now but yeah and then like prince lord our mercy t- tens of thousands of songs unreleased and yeah man. yeah i do that with, i do that with Pac a lot i know i don't hate to keep going back to Pac, but that's probably my no, favorite artist um but i'll hear something somewhere else and i'm like oh he had that on, uh, he recorded, I can hear, because his voice changes. Mm-hmm. I can hear, oh, he had that on Me Against the World, but somehow it fell into that soundtrack over here. So, yeah, if you listen to someone long enough, you can hear the the changing in their voice and their, their styles. I mean, shoot, since we talked about Pac-Man, one of my favorite songs is Pain. That's one of my favorite records, man. It just hits you, uh, the feeling, it just hits you. And then when Cole kind of rapped over Pain, uh, you know, the Pain sample, uh, you know, Friday Night Lights, you know, that was crazy. And uh, what, what you felt about Cole's album? I know uh, I know you wanted to talk about it a little bit. How you feel about it? I feel like it was like a, a mixtape turned album. That's, 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 that's the best way I could put it. Yeah, because I, I, uh, I have a lot of context to it because I know he got more coming, right? Oh, yeah. He's so good. in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, he playing with him right now. Like for <laughs> me, this project is just, I know uh, the summer started, or when he came out with it, it was like early, like spring, summer. I I, I know um, I'm gonna be first in line. I'm gonna do the freestyle. I'm going to shake things up yeah. and basically put my stamp down, saying who wants it, yeah. and then see who who's going to take it. Now everybody else is finishing their albums and, and doing their their work. I love the album. Uh, I still don't think. I think we got to calm down. I don't think it's better than Forest Hill Drive. We got to relax. Yeah, um, I feel like some people are hyping it up. I just love it. I, I really ain't got yeah. It's a great place to put it right now. It might it might beat out for your eyes only, but I'm not really in that space to compare the two. I'm not really. Comparing. But you know what? For your eyes only. When I, I went back and I listened to it, um, that is probably going to be. It's going to take time. This, yeah. It's an album that's going to take time. It may end up being his best album mm. as far as songwriting. Yeah, give him a Grammy for that one. Like he got robbed. He's, he's robbed so many times. Yeah. yeah. He is. I agree. Yeah, his pen definitely storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. 
you mentioned uh, Tupac's pain. Did you ever hear when Ja Rule did a, a version of that? Uh, let's not talk about Ja. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So nah, Ja but, Rule isn't part of hip hop? Nah, Murder Inc. Nah, I'm glad you, you talked about Ja, but I, I, you know, I know the singles with Ja and like, you know, and I was, yeah, like, I, see, I love, so Murder Inc., like him, Jay-Z, DMX, like, they were supposed to be a group. People don't know that. Right. Even uh, salute to other groups that should have happened, like um, Lupe, Con- uh, Kanye, and Pharrell. They they had a thing, and oh, you know, okay. it, I didn't know that. It didn't work out. I forgot the name of. I might look it up. But yeah, um, but yeah, Murder Inc. You know, and they Dmx and uh, Ja Rule kind of body Jay Z. Like I heard it's like, oh damn, they kind of got Jay Z. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna tell you, bro. I didn't listen to Ja Rule's pain. I'm sorry. <laughs> ja, there was a time for about three years in a row where Ja Rule was on the radio nonstop. He, ja he was he was today's Drake for like three years. It wasn't as long as Drake, mm. but I, I was I got to the point where I got tired of him, which to me is a good thing. If you can get me tired of you, that means you succeeded. You <laughs> you've made it. Yeah, so the album, I mean, uh, the group name was called Child Rebel Soldier. You know, Kanye, Pharrell, and uh, Lupe, man. It should have worked Yo, out. I didn't know that. I think I'm going to blame Kanye for I think Kanye was the reason why it didn't work out. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Salute to that Kanye, man. He's a Gemini, man. You know, salute to Geminis, man. No no disrespect to Geminis. No, I, I, I get it. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite people in hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's my, you know, like favorite rapper, but he, he, when the college dropout came out, I remember I was working in a grocery store and one of, one of my friends in high school, uh, stopped by and he's like, yo, did you hear this Kanye West yet? And I said, no, nah, no. Nah. He, and he, he said, matter of fact, I'm gonna burn you a CD. Uh, mm, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. I know. Uh, <laughs> I got a Drake CD burnt somewhere. Hey, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So he burns me the CD, comes back, and I listen to it on the way home. And my goodness, that college dropout! It's a it's a beautiful, beautiful album. I liked it because it was a total switch up from everything else that was going on. Because everybody was trying to be so tough, yeah. Um, even the draw rules of the world and uh, the DMXs and the Jay Z, everybody was gangster, right? Then Jaw um, Kanye was like, "No, I'm just I'm just a regular guy." And once again, I got to give flowers to Common because I feel like he slept on at times. Common Black Thought, they are monsters. Like they already, they they don't have to rap no more. That's that's the cat. It's a lot of people that don't have to rap no more. They still do. It's like, man, what, man, you still releasing albums, man? I just love it so much. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like, like Black Thought. Common's verse. Common. Oh man, Common, get him high was crazy. This nigga was mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is like, I, I only have one B with Common. Just oh, one. Shit. at the, I forget what uh, NBA All-Star game was, but he was like rhyming all the introductions to all the players. You remember, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, Calm is nice though. <laughs> Go ahead. And it, it was cool at first, but then like when you got to like the seventh player and he was just making up stuff, I said like Common, we got to pull this back a little bit. But uh, other than that, he's dope, man. He's a dope. I feel like he's, he's, he's like, He's this generation's Curtis Blow. He's just gonna rap. <laughs> he's just gonna rap, man. He's just gonna rap. Uh, and one of my my favorite records on there was Two Words. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course, through the wire. That's like the first song. That's yo, what 
damn, what he had a car wreck? Like, yo, what? <laughs> and get him high, man. Common slap niggas in the mouth, man. He was not playing. Like, damn, don't mess with Common. He he watched everybody on it. Tali, he was just trying to rap. Like, and then Common, they turned in to see, oh, Common, he destroyed y'all. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't want to rewrite. 